0: Welcome to another episode of the Fight Junkie Podcast. As you have probably already noticed, I am not your regular host. You guys probably know me better as the pseudonym Crack Rabbit. I've been with the Fight Junkie family for a very long time, since the beginning, as a matter of fact. Writing predictions, making bets, wins, losses, draws. I've been a part of a lot at the Fight Junkie community. Although I don't make as many regular appearances as I once did, and I'm certainly not writing as much as I once did, I'm still heavily involved and invested in the Fight Junkie family, and I have a couple things that I wanted to talk with you guys about. Now, before we kick anything off, make sure that you are following Fight Junkie, the OG on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Subscribe to him on YouTube. And, as a bonus, why don't you guys throw me a follow on Twitter as well, at Real Crack Rabbit, K-R-A-K-R-A-B-B-I-T. Now, the discussion that I want to have is kind of twofold, because I feel that the United States is struggling heavily to produce high-level fighters on a consistent uh, basis, and I feel that a lot of those struggles are of course coming from earlier in the life cycle of a boxer we're struggling to produce relevant prospects we're struggling to produce accomplished amateurs on an international stage when you think about what the early stages of a boxer's development is a lot of people would say, the, Olymp- the Olympic Games, the amateur ranks on an international stage, true measuring sticks for how a boxer will perform in the professional ranks. In the 2016 Olympic Games, as has become a trend, the United States struggled heavily in the sport of boxing. As a matter of fact, we took two medals, a bronze and a silver. That's it. Those two medals came respectively from Nico Hernandez, who competed at light flyweight. He lost in the semifinals. He took bronze. And Shakir Stevenson, who competed at bantamweight. He lost in the finals, taking silver. Now don't get me wrong, I believe both Nico and Shakir are good prospects. They're strong, they're fast, they're fairly aggressive. And they have looked very good against the opposition that they have been placed up against as a professional. That being said, am I seeing the qualities of a Sugar Ray Leonard, of an Oscar De La Hoya, of an Andre Ward from either Nico or Shakir or anybody in recent years, in recent Olympic events? No. Absolutely not. The United States has not won a gold medal in the Olympic Games since 2004 when Andre Ward won that gold medal in Athens, Greece. Before that, Oscar de la Hoya in 1992 in Barcelona, Spain. Now those two are Hall of Famers. Sugar Ray Leonard is also a Hall of Famer. Tremendous talents. But more importantly, dedicated professionals, dedicated boxers, focused on the sport that they made a profession. They put their head down. They put the work in. And they had tremendous success throughout their career. You very rarely heard of scandals, brawls drunken outings, being charged with crimes coming from many of the boxers who competed at a high level in the sport, even on the amateur stages. We're talking about Olympians here from the United States in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Things have really started to take a negative turn in the last 20 years of united states when it comes to boxing because culturally i feel that the united states is favoring loud outspoken technically absent quick slick flashy guys as opposed to those who are strict and disciplined and focused and dedicated to the sport now i know i know that some people listening to this would say What about Errol Spence? Errol Spence is an outlier. And not only that, but his focus and his dedication outside of the ring has been questioned. He parties regularly, he goes clubbing regularly, he gets drunk regularly, he still drinks, he probably smokes. He takes days off from training that he shouldn't take he hangs out with the Charlo brothers more often than he probably should when he should be focusing on progressing his career and don't get me wrong Errol Spence is a tremendous fighter and a very successful one at that and he's a pound-for-pound pound top 10 fighter right now but he's also 28 years old he's one of the few american fighters that are successful and noticeable that are under 30 years old and he's just barely under 30 years old it's not to say that errol spence has an unlimited amount of time to keep messing around outside of the gym time catches up with everybody and we as americans are pumping our prospects and our young boxers heads full of the idea that the outspoken ones are the ones being rewarded, that the loud ones and the flashy ones and the ones with gold teeth and Rolexes that they can't afford are the ones who will be the most prosperous in the sport. No better example of the modern era, Is there than Adrian Broner nicknamed the problem he's a problem for everybody that he meets he's a problem for himself he bloats up outside of camp he doesn't take care of himself physically he doesn't take care of himself mentally he's got various baby mamas and who knows how many kids he's got at this point Very similar to his father, I suppose, is the trend that he's going towards. Unfocused, undisciplined, a lot of kids with a lot of different girls. And his career has showcased that lack of dedication. I'm of the very strong opinion that Adrian Broner was one of the most purely talented and skilled fighters that I've seen in the last 10 years. Raw speed, raw power, great reflexes, tremendous environment for sparring between Cincinnati and Las Vegas. In tight with Floyd Mayweather, one of the most technically sound, focused, disciplined guys in the sport. And Adrian Broner has essentially shot his own career dead because of his lack of dedication in the sport. He barely beat Paulie Malinaji in 2013. He got his ass kicked by Marcos Medana in the same year. He looked like garbage against Carlos Molina the year after. He got his ass kicked again. In 2015 by Sean Porter he barely beat Adrian Granados in 2017 he got his ass kicked by Mikey Garcia in 2017 he probably should have lost his fight against Jesse Vargas just last year in April of 2018 and more likely than not he's going to lose to Manny Pacquiao next week If he loses to Manny Pacquiao next week, Adrian Broner will not have won a fight since February of 2017, about two years ago. And there's a lot of people that you ask who saw Adrian Broner's bout with Adrian Granados and believe that Broner lost that fight. So you could very reasonably say that Broner if he loses next week, as I believe that he will, could conceivably have not won a fight since 2016. But we continue to reward him despite his behavior. Do I feel that Adrian Broner is entertaining? Yes. Do I feel like he is still a good talent, a good boxer? Of course. But he shot his career in the face Because of his lack of dedication to the sport of boxing. Adrian Broner is only 29 years old. And it feels like we've been hearing about his antics for the past decade. He's an unfocused fighter. With bad influences around him. And he continues now, as his career is in the second half, to... Poorly influence younger fighters with the same level or more talent than even he had Adrian Broner at this point in time is Seemingly corrupting Jervonta Davis a Tremendous prospect and a remarkable young fighter Day by day their relationship seems to grow stronger And Gervonta's focus on the sport of boxing seems to grow weaker. Now, this is a problem because you have guys like Daniel Jacobs, Danny Jacobs, who is an experienced veteran in the sport and is constantly underrated, underappreciated because he puts his head down. He works. When he calls people out, nobody pays attention. Because his entire career has been built on success, on results. He went 12 rounds with Gennady Golovkin in early 2017, before it was something that happened more often. Before Golovkin looked like a vulnerable fighter. Daniel Jacobs, aside from the fact that he beat cancer, and that he's an oppressive fighter overall, is a quiet guy for the most part he isn't outspoken you don't hear about him flashing suitcases full of watches or throwing stacks of money at people he shows up to the gym he works hard he goes home when it comes to be fight night more often than not he performs pretty damn well and I think he looked Quite good against Derivanchenko as well. Derivanchenko was a tricky fighter, who was difficult to look good against. And Jacobs won the fight, I believe, fairly clearly. Now, if we are going to value prospects like Adrian Broner when he was considered a prospect, or Javante Davis, as he is a prospect now. Based off of the fact that they're loud, that they're obnoxious, that they misbehave, that you hear about them harassing girls, being charged with crimes, getting in street fights in parking lots, Shakir State, uh, Shakir Stevenson was charged with misdemeanor battery because he and another friend, a decidedly less talented friend, of course. Got in a fight with some guys in a parking lot. That stemmed allegedly from Shakir's comments and innuendos to this group's, this other group's uh, girlfriends. And culturally, Americans are rewarding this behavior too much. And there needs to be a shift in the way that we are speaking to young fighters and young prospects in the gym and the publicity that we give to guys like Devin Haney versus Javante Davis. Davis and Haney are both very skilled, very talented, Fast, strong, technically sharp guys. Both very impressive prospects. But Devin Haney is a guy who shows up, works hard, keeps his head down more often than not, and he performs well. He's not backed up by promotional issues. He's not backed up by trials. He's not backed up by allegations or a 100 baby mamas with a 1,000 kids. He's a focused guy right now, and he lives in Las Vegas, and he very often trains out of the Mayweather Boxing Club, and he does not wrap himself up in that culture as much as Davis or Broner or some would say J Leon Love does And I feel that he is developing at a faster pace because of it. Devin Haney is only 20 years old. And he's accomplishing a lot in the sport. He's developing very quickly in the sport. Javante Davis is 24 years old. He's four years older. And he's being backed up by a multitude of problems left and right complaining about the fact that he only fought once in 2018 neglecting to mention that much of the reason he only fought once in 2018 is because nobody wants to deal with him that he has too many issues outside of the ring that even floyd mayweather is sick of his and adrian broner's antics and their attitudes towards the sport And speaking of Floyd Mayweather, he very well could be considered a precursor or a nexus of why this problem has grown to such magnitude. Because before he rebranded himself as Money Mayweather, he was just Pretty Boy Floyd. And nobody cared. He was not a guy That people were ranking at number one pound for pound. He was not a guy that people were paying attention to. He was not a guy that people were saying, wow, I gotta watch this guy fight. And that's a problem. Because he had already racked up a number of very impressive wins. He retired after he beat Ricky Hatton. And he came back, and he was louder and more obnoxious than ever. Whether or not it's a persona at this point, I don't even know if he knows. But the fact of the matter is that when people think of Floyd Mayweather, they think of Money Mayweather. They think of him throwing stacks of cash at people. At him having briefcases full of $40 million worth of watches. They don't think of him as the guy... Who demolished Arturo Gotti? As the guy who beat Jose Luis Castillo twice. Close fights, but he beat him twice. As the guy who about killed Diego Corrales, Angel Manfredi, Gennaro Hernandez. They think of him as the guy who outboxed and beat up Conor McGregor a mixed martial artist in a boxing match. When we talk to young prospects in the sport, that's why the United States is struggling to produce relevant fighters. The most relevant skilled fighters that we have in the sport today, in the professional ranks, the majority of them are 30 years old or older. There's going to come a time within the next 10 years where the amount of elite-level boxers coming from the United States is going to be a handful. And boxing fans and the boxing community is quick to complain every Olympic Games that the United States did not perform well. On the world stage. And did not get a gold medal. But. Those same. Fans. And that same community. Will say. Man. I can't stand Javonta Davis. But I love watching the guy fight. I will happily pay. 50, 60, 70 dollars. On a fight card. That he's on because he's flashy and he's exciting yeah I want to see Adrian Broner fight again yeah I like watching the guy fight so to 15 16 17 year old kids who are coming up in the sport as amateurs they see this and they hear this and they say there's no place in the sport for a quiet guy who puts his head down and works So they develop personas. They fall into bad crowds. They get louder. They get cockier. Their ego blows up to the size of the sun. And it's creating a fundamental problem here. Now what I would love to have is for you guys to comment, send messages, tweet, and let me know And let Fight Junkie know what you feel the state of American boxing is right now. How you feel it stacks up to the era of the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Start digging through some of the history books of boxing and tell me how you feel the United States is performing on both an international stage in the olympics and things like that and on a professional stage relative to those eras back then where outspoken bravado was much less commonplace where putting your head down and working hard was what people noticed people were noticing results let us know in the comments tweet us telegram us smoke signal us let us know what you guys think about the state of american boxing because i'm dying to have this conversation and i think it is something that we should be talking about now because in five years when the best american boxers that we have are starting to fade and get old and get tired and wear out Who are we going to have left to support as a country? Shakir Stevenson? Javanta Davis? They're already getting in trouble. They barely have any fights to their name. We have to take a closer look at this. Let us know. And once again, follow Fight Junkie on Twitter. Subscribe to him on YouTube. And throw me a follow as well. Real Crack Rabbit on Twitter. Until next time.